Welcome everyone to our podcast, Kicking In With Cat. This is episode one. My two guests that are joining me are Tannis and Angela. Today we will be analyzing the short story, The Boundary by Humpa Lahiri. The, uh, the Boundary is about a teenage girl who is a daughter of immigrants. Her parents are caretakers for a holiday house in Italy. As the story opens, the girl is showing a new family around at the start of their week's vacation. What did you guys think the boundaries are that the title was referring to? Excellent question, Kai. Well, what do you think, Tannis? Um, I think the boundary that the title was referring to has to do with the sense of the family being stuck in the countryside. And it's the only place that they really feel safe because of what happened to the girl's father. And how they're kind of trapped on the countryside because of the way that they look. Yeah, what do you think? Um, I had, like, a different thought about this. I thought, like, boundaries referred to, like, the line of boundaries that people need to take in respecting, like, others' space. Because, like, in the text, it's, like, kind of portrayed and, like, comes off as, like, the author is, like, a little obsessive with their family. And there's, like, obvious hints of envy, how she, like, longs for what this family has, has. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I think that the girl was a little obsessive with the other family because she just kept like following them around and she was so obsessed with everything that they were doing so a boundary would have definitely been needed there um she was kind of invading their vacation yeah so going back to what you said about like not having a sense of belonging like what do you mean by that um i just mean that they don't feel like they really belong in the city and they feel more comfortable and more safe in a secluded area like the countryside yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've I didn't really think of it like that. Like that's like super interesting of like how you interpreted like the word boundaries in the title. Like I just thought it like referred to like having boundaries that people need to take when like respecting other people's space because like the text was mostly just about like her being like very like observatory about this family and like knowing every little single detail and she could hear like everything that they said what do you think lahiri meant by no story is the whole story that's a good question i feel like that has to do with the fact that both the families are jealous of each other's lifestyles and they're kind of obsessed with it but they don't necessarily know the full story about each other so it's like they're obsessed with the parts that they don't fully understand. What do you think, Angela? Well, what, kind, what I said was like, I believe that it means no story is the whole story because there's always different sides of a story. One, story, one side's like never the whole story. It shows like towards the end that the mother was taking notes on the family because she was like obsessive with their family. But from the text, it kind of showed that the girl was only talking about like the family and the girls and the mother and the father. And I think there's always going to be multiple sides of a story because there's different perspectives and one side's like never always the right side. Also add that like the text was mostly from the girl's point of view up until like the part where uh, she says that the mother was keeping a journal on their family. I feel like when people tell a story, it's usually has like incorporated some sort of bias because it's only from their perspective, not really including others.
Yeah, I agree with what you said, um, especially about the girl and how we thought that she was just sort of obsessed with that one family, but then at the end, it was kind of revealed to everybody that the other family was too. What do you guys believe is the significance of the different perspectives of the families? Well, for starters, I think it's really important to have different perspectives of one story. Like I said earlier, people only tell sides that make them look good. Nobody will know like the direct truth besides like the people included. So I think it's like important to discuss like every perspective that was in the story. Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like this question has a lot to do with the previous question because the different characters have different perspectives on like the land, like the countryside and such. And they don't really understand like the full perspective, I guess, about um, the different things like that they don't know. And as the story continues, the way that the girl describes um, her home kind of shifts and changes as she sees that the other family is enjoying it. Um, yeah, like there's this quote in the text and she kind of talks about how she never realized how much the guest likes this like rural and unchanging landscape and like how much they appreciate every detail. And like, I guess she was kind of shocked at the fact that they like really enjoyed it because she's used to just being there all the time and like living in the countryside, but they're from the city. And she's like, she gets to understand like, why they're enjoying it so much just because they don't usually get to see it that often and I think like understanding someone else's perspective when like like takes into account about yours and like you get to like think. Thank you both for your perspectives on these topics. I thought both of your point of views were valid. I like the idea of there being a boundary containing the family where they're therefore trapping them. I also agree with Tannis's point that the story was one side because the families will never know the full story of each other. Anyways, that's all for The Boundary by Hampa Lahiri. For our weekly segment, we will talk and be talking about teacher horror stories. Alright, Tannis and I have some pretty interesting ones for you guys today. So, this er, these multiple stories are about our middle school math teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing would be, if you were sleeping in class, she would smack the desk with a big paddle to wake you up. Mm-hmm. Um. I remember she <laughs> literally has like weapons in her closet. <laughs> she keeps weapons in her closet. <laughs> um, another thing was she threw a kid's binder out the window. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, something else was if she saw anybody listening to music in her class, she would dangle their phone out the second story window by the earbuds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and this is a story about something that happened to me. Um, I got a problem wrong, and basically when you get a problem wrong, you have to go up in front of the whole class and do it until you get it right. And I was up there for the entire period, and she got so mad at me, I started crying. <laughs> she literally called on we would go around the room and like she'd call on every single person about the math problems that we had and (laughs) it was just really bad i remember like always being super nervous going to that class and she would just talk about how she like loved enjoying like blowing stuff up in the military (laughs) just to scare us yeah she was kind of wild honestly (laughs) but she was a really good teacher yeah in the end she taught me a lot (laughs) yeah okay bye guys okay everybody 
that's about all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check for our second episode coming out next week. And tune in next time to Kicking It With Cat. Thank you.